This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. So the uh, feds uh, raised the rate again, another quarter of a point. How many times have they done this now? Well, they're just not smart. You know, because the economy's just booming, so we should definitely do things to screw it up and slow it down. We can't have that. And, of course, they want to get all the pain out of the way before there's a presidential election, so they're getting all this crap out because people will forget to be mad two years from now. Now's the time. This is the 10th time, it says, that they've raised the uh, rates. And all in a process to slow down inflation that was not caused by an overheated economy. It was caused by an underheated supply chain caused by Fauci. So, um, so attack the wrong problem, you get the wrong solution. Yeah, you just should have fired him long before you he finally got around to quitting, and then you'd been better off. When you have math done by the medical community, apparently they're not good at it. So this is how what we get into. So anyway, yeah, yeah. What does so, it mean? Anyway, let, let me try to explain what I'm rambling about, and mumbling about here. So the problems with inflation were caused by supply chain disruption. Supply chain disruption is defined as a shortage of goods. The shortage of goods, anytime there's a shortage of anything, it causes the prices to go up. Remember toilet paper? And so uh, there's a rush on it and the prices go up and people price gouge and everything else. There's a shortage on oil because you turn the pipeline off because you have an electric thing going or whatever it is you got going a green thing you got going and you turn the pipeline off and you shut down the supply of gasoline, gasoline prices go up. So the bumper, the little sticker on there that says, I did that with Biden. Yes, he did. Uh, he did not do the other parts of inflation, but they were caused by simply Fauci. Because when you shut down all the factories and they don't produce stuff, you create a shortage of stuff. And the shortage of stuff causes the prices to go up. Oh, by the way, when you declare an entire segment of the economy as non-essential, you're not essential. Talk about freaking insulting. How would you just like to be called non-essential? How, how do you recover from that psychologically? You're non-essential. I'm essential, but you're not essential. That's the ultimate in snobbery. But anyway, we did do that, right? Yes. And uh, so if you're non-essential, then you create, and then when you want everybody to come back to work, well, they go, screw you. I'm non-essential. I'm not coming back to work. By the way, you're giving me lots of money to stay at home, so I'm not going to come back to work. Screw you. I'm not going to wait your tables. I'm not going to make your beds at the hotel, and I'm not going to stock your shelves at Target. Oh, well, what if we paid you $20 an hour instead of $10 an hour? Oh, then I would come back. Okay, then you came back at double the rate almost what you were paid pre-COVID. Oh, by the way, that cost of that loaf of bread has in it the labor to put the loaf of bread on the shelf, which is now double because of the shortage created by quarantine. So even labor was supply chain disrupted. All of that created this artificial inflation that would have smoothed out on its own if the freaking Fed had stayed out of it. But instead, they decide they're going to slow the economy down because it's white hot, which it's not. It was just going through a burp. Rat through a snake trying to get itself straightened out after the quarantine created by Fauci. So now we have a Federal Reserve that is uh, trying to screw in a Phillips head screwdriver with a hammer. And they keep ratcheting this They're using this the thing wrong up. tool. So they're, they're trying to ratchet this interest rate up to calm people down. But people don't seem to be stopping their spending either. We're at record high consumer debt across the board. Well, they slowed the real estate market down. Which sure. uh, didn't help a ton, it seems. No, it's still we still have a shortage of housing compared to the supply of buyers. But um, anyway, so bottom line is uh, the Fed is stupid. 
and they're trying they're trying to In use summary. 1970s and 1980s monetary policy to slow down a different type of inflation that was not created by the interest rate environment and they're trying to use the interest rate environment so they're literally using the wrong tool on the economy they really are using a hammer on a screw and it's not it doesn't work so this is what you're dealing with but hey the Island of Misfit Toys continues their parade in Washington, so you can just count on it. <sighs> so we're going to see rates go up on all types of debt. This is well, the Fed rate. To be clear, is nothing to do directly to the mortgage rate. Okay, mortgage rates created by the bond market. So whatever the bond market does is what the mortgage rates are going to do. The Fed rate is what banks borrow from other banks for, and so other banks. One bank is now borrowing from another bank if it needs some money at a quarter percent higher. So their cost of money is higher. So anything that bank does is going to be upcharged. They pass so, it down to the consumer. So they're going to jack up your your auto rates, credit auto cards. borrowing rates, credit card rates, uh, personal loan rates, student loans, home equity loan rates, anything that, that a bank product that's going into the market. Now, mortgages are not a bank product. Mortgages are a bond market product, so they're not directly tied. Uh, but mortgage rates, the, the bond market has kind of followed along with this particular set of increases. So that's why we have higher mortgage rates while we've had Fed increases. So not to panic, but just more general disgust with the incompetency of what the economic incompetency of what these people call themselves as leaders. And it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. Stupid is just stupid. There okay? is silver lining, Dave, though. Interest rates for savings accounts also will get a bump, which is good for those saving up for their down payments or their emergency funds. Yeah, so let me ask you this, okay? Not life-changing. 1980, I'm in college. Rates are, uh, mortgage rates were 17%. Wow. 1980, 1981, 17%. Um, and my grandpa, in his uh, at that time in his 70s, uh, was loving it. Because he had CDs and money market accounts down at the old savings and loan that were paying 11%. Wow. He had a savings account. CD rates, 11%. He was loving it. He thought it was just fancy because he didn't have any debt, and he wasn't going to go get a mortgage. And he was just cashing in on these high-interest savings accounts. So, it, But my, my question, George, is, is the trade-off worth it? I mean, would you, do you really want 11% savings rates? And the trade-off is you got an 18% mortgage rate. Mm. Nope. Don't want that. Not good. Not good. Not healthy for anybody. Um, sorry that your savings account sucks at 1% back when we had 3% mortgage rates, but 3%, 4%, 5% mortgage rates were Because good it hurts thing. the economy more than it helps your bank it's account. It's just stupid on steroids. And the banks are cleaning up. They're cleaning up when this happens. Either way, they're making their money. You, you can count on the banks making their money, and you can count on the politicians drawing their paycheck. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. <laughs>